What's going on, Niner family? It is Peter Lucas, and this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. going on Niner fam like it's Peter Lucas uh once again this is the Niner Fanatic podcast uh thank you for coming in and watching today and because it, it is Sunday football Sunday NFL Sunday and we're a lot of you are probably watching games still so thank you for taking a break out and like uh, and just talking 49er latest news injury report I just wanted to give you guys a quick rundown before we start the game today and the uh, the reality, like, I want to start off with the injuries. So we had a few a few scares this week because this is an important game. Honestly, this is an important game against, and I think it's more important for the fans' psyche than it actually is for the 49ers. But to me, it's an important game. So I, I look at this game against the Dolphins as a litmus test for the 49ers haven't really played that great of competition this season and i'm really interested to see how they go again the one team that they played the chiefs dropped 44 on them so i'm really interested to see this season or this game that what actually happens when they go up against another high-powered offense this is and the the one thing about this offense that i feel makes this game a little bit different than the chiefs game is the fact that they run the same offense that the 49ers do and which is this is an offense that has uh that had that j- it basically it just it's the same concepts same Mike McDaniel came from this system obviously we all know and I and you know all season I've been really pulling for Mike McDaniel he, even though the the Dolphin fans on Twitter have gotten a little crazy and and 49er fans too like let's not forget 49er Twitter we get a little we get a little feisty from time to time so it, it goes both ways but they but the same at the same token I've still been rooting for Mike McDaniel because I think that he was a great asset. He's a good, really great uh, people person. And which I'm sure as you can see from the culture of this Dolphins squad this season, they just seem to enjoy, enjoy him as a coach and like enjoy their, their team. You can see that the fans, the Dolphin fans this year enjoying their team and just knowing that, I mean, they have all the confidence in the world in Mike McDaniel and he hasn't done anything to show me that they should think otherwise. Like, uh, so it is what it is. Like uh, I I'm, I'm obviously nervous about this game. I think that it's, it's a Twitter's going to be unbearable if <laughs> the 49ers lose this game, because you know, Dolphin fans are just waiting to get on our heads about, about this, uh, about this whole matchup. And for good reason, both, both sides, both sides have said a lot and posted a lot that it has just been, it's hard not to get emotionally invested in reality, in all reality, but I want to start with the injuries. So 
the the Dolphins are actually missing both of their their starting right tackles, starting uh, tackles. Period. Their left tackle, Teron Armstead, he'll be out today, uh, and then also uh, Austin Jackson, uh, he's going to be out today, and that's huge against the 49ers. Like because the 49ers, what do we what do we pride what do we pride ourselves on? It's rushing with four, and we have a stud defensive line, like all the way across. We have tons of depth. Even when we're missing, we've been missing Eric Armstead, who I'll get to in a minute, and uh, Javon Kinlaw, and we'd been missing Ebicom, and and we still this this defensive line has still been studly all the way across the board. So it's and part of that, and most of that, I would say most of that is because we have the best defensive line coach in the league. I'll keep saying it. Chris Kasurik is a. If now you told me Chris Kasurik was out, then. Then, then it's a problem. Obviously, he's a coach. So, but uh, it's just he's the he's the 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 straw that stirs the drink. Like uh, he is just he gets the most out of every person. If you can't if you can't thrive in a Chris Kasurik defensive line, then you need to rethink your you need to rethink football. Period. Like uh, that guy uh, gets the most out of every player the 49ers put in front of him, and uh, so, but. To get back to the injuries, the on the 49ers side, like just those as far as the, the Dolphins tackles being out, that is a huge I in my estimation, that's a huge loss because the strength of the 49ers is on those edges right now. Uh, because we had been missing Eric Armstead and we had been missing Javon Kinlaw. Uh, so the strength of it, you got Bosa on one side, and honestly, it doesn't matter who you put on the other side because all of our edges, whether it be a Menahu, whether it be uh whether it be Kerry Hyder, whether it be uh, uh, J- Drake Jackson, like uh, uh, whether it be Ebicom, I've, I've heard. Ter- I think Teray is on is on the squad this week. It doesn't matter which one you get; it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. So, but espe- I especially want to see more Drake Jackson. I thought we'd be seeing more of him by now. Uh, every time he gets on the field, he flashes. So, but uh, we'll get into that in a minute. The but. As far as on the the San Francisco side, the injuries, the injury report started out with uh, you know Trent Williams was questionable. When we heard that he was having back issues, I immediately started uh, started worrying because it was about down the stretch of last year that that Trent started getting some lingering injury issues, and he never he never misses a season. With not without having injury, some kind of injury. So, and I know he's already missed uh, a couple of games this year. I believe it's two games this year. But, but the reality is, is he's going to be. He said he's going to be able to go today. Uh, that's what I just saw on Twitter a couple of minutes ago. So, it's uh, I'm stoked about that. Now, granted, hopefully his back issues have been cleared up, and it's not just a oh well, he's going to start even though he's he's hurt. Like he's probably still hurt a little bit, but but I mean. 75% Trent Williams is better than a hundred percent of most uh, left tackles in the league. So uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really thinking positively about that, that injury. And I'm really happy to hear that he's playing. Uh, Debo Samuel was, uh, was questionable earlier this week. Looks like he's going to play. Um, Elijah Mitchell went on injured reserve. We all saw that uh, yesterday, or I believe it was either yesterday or Friday that he went on injured reserve. Uh, and he will be eligible to come back. His injury is supposed to linger about six to eight weeks, maybe longer. 
uh, I, I'm really kind of, uh, I'm really that injury really, I, I'm really feel bad for Elijah Mitchell because he just, it seems like he just can't go, but a couple of games now and without getting another, another injury, he has a really physical style. Uh, people always talk about how he falls forward. Well, that's, that's a lot of lower body. That's a lot of lower body and power, like uh, down in that lower half that it seems like he's always having lower half injuries. So I, I, I'm hoping that he can turn, turn that around. They can figure something out to keep him on the field because the last year we, we know he got a majority of the carries and we could see him getting injured because every running back most for the most part gets injured when you get as many carries as he was getting last season, but he was splitting time this season. Uh, I mean, he was injured right away in the, in the beginning of the season. And then he got, and then he got, uh, and then he got hurt a couple of games in of coming back uh, onto the other knee, which tells me, okay, well, it's not, so it's not a reoccurring issue with the same knee. I don't want to call the man injury prone, but it's not looking so hot. The good thing about this for the 49ers is that is that they they seem to find running backs like uh, and undrafted. Uh, and we'll we'll get to that undrafted guy a little bit later on. But but yeah, it just seems like Elijah Mitchell. I really feel bad for the guy. He's just. Uh, he just does can't seem to put it all together. And, but, uh, then the next guy I want to talk about is, uh, Charles Menehu. It looks like he's going to play. He posted today on, on, uh, Twitter. Uh, so it looks like he's going to go probably in a limited capacity, but at least he's going to be playing. And so, uh, that, it looks like we're going to have all the guys that were really, uh, scared of not playing. It looks like they're going to play. There was one other one in Spencer Burford, that uh, that it look, like I haven't seen anything about him, and maybe they're just not mentioning him because it's Spencer Burford and he's a rookie. But uh, I think that that's an underrated, an underrated uh, injury that that could have a lingering issue because we're gonna put Daniel. We can put Daniel Brunskill there, but Burford had been playing at a high, at I think a pretty high level for a rookie, especially on the offensive line, and it's just it. it you want as much depth along that offensive line as you possibly can. And Burford had been, had looked great. I, I, in my estimation for a rookie, like you couldn't have asked for more. So uh, I'm kind of nervous about him being injured, but we shall see. We'll, we'll see like uh, if, if that's the case and Daniel Brunskill, at least we have a serviceable backup, but in my estimation, I don't think he's as good as Spencer Burford. I think Spencer Burford is better than he is. And because he doesn't play full time most of, um, for most of the season, like what kind? What are we going to see when he's playing the whole game? So that's a question I have. Uh, but but yeah. So I mean, with those injuries in mind, let's move on to what it may look like. Because I heard a lot of people talking about, and this is just so everybody knows, this is going to be a pretty quick show. I'm trying to keep it to 30 minutes because. The uh, because obviously we all want to watch football uh, and we've we've talked about a lot of these things at nauseum for majority of the week. If you've been on Twitter, <laughs> if you've watched it, the, the podcast that we have so many great content creators in the 49er community that 
that we've talked about it at not a lot of these things at nauseum, but I do want to bring up a couple of points. And the first one I want to bring up is the, as far as our offense against their defense, their defense, uh, the dolphin fans seem to think that, that their defense is, is just a like, because even though they're middle of the pack, like statistically that they really, they're not as bad as what their, their stats say. And I, so I dug a little bit into the, the run. Cause they said that they, they posted a stat the other day that they gave up 3.7 yards a carry uh, per like, as far as in the running game for the season, which is true. I got, I got you. But if you look at who they, who they did that against, it was, it was, it was bad teams. Like uh, they were bad teams when they played anyone of any substance, they were averaging, they were that, that running back, that good running back. Like uh, when they played Minnesota, when they, they, they played a, a few other teams that had good running backs or good running games, they, they, they got, they were getting over five yards of carry. Sorry, Dolphin fans, but that's, and granted, most of those guys, even though they were getting five yards of carry, what, what uh, kills the percentage is the fact that, that those teams didn't run the ball. <laughs> they didn't keep running the ball. Most of them, uh, it was probably because the, the Dolphins, they, they they have a pretty, they have a pretty good offense. And when, when you're sitting there trying to catch, play catch up, you're not going to be able to use your running game all the time. So uh, but I, I think it's more of a more of a thing of teams just in today's NFL don't really commit to the run game enough. And this is going to be one of those different types of games where the 49ers, I'm hoping, are going to commit to the run. And this is where we talk about that undrafted free agent that I mentioned earlier. The this team, this team has a guy named Jordan Mason that I really want to see every time he touches the field, you see the explosiveness, you see him fought the falling forward. You see the physical nature of, of this man's running style. And so I want to see, I want to see him on the field for at least, I want to see him get 15 carries. That's what I want to see. And met, and notice I haven't mentioned CMC yet because I really, I'm a believer that, that Jordan Mason should get that uh, that either the first first down and second down reps, or it just make it the first down and then let CMC come in and uh, and play off the play off the pass because CMC, in my estimation, from what I've seen so far, yeah, for in our offense, seems like he's better as a receiving back than he is uh, than he is a running back. Now, people are gonna say, well, he's CMC. You don't, you don't just take him off the field, but I think that you do whatever it takes to win. I think that you got these, you spent these, these picks on CMC and so people just assume, okay, well, he's got to get a bulk of this and they've got to use him. Well, that's it. That wasn't, he's got two more years, I believe on his contract. So that's not a, we want him here for the long haul. And if he can, if he can be a, a security blanket for our quarterbacks for the next couple of years after this year, that I think is more is just as valuable as those picks that they got that they gave up for, uh, for him. And, but I want to see Jordan Mason. And I think a lot of fans want to see Jordan Mason because we've seen it every time the guy touches the ball, it's explosive. And 
there's just so much aggression in his running style. And he's such a big guy, a large back that it's, it's going to wear down the defense. It's going to, they're going to have to play up, which means that the other guys, the Kittles and the Debo's and the, and the Iukes and the Ray Rays and the Jawan Jennings, like all those guys are going to have open, open passing lanes. So I want to see the I want to see the running. I want to see the 49ers go back to their identity of of just splitting carries, CMC, Jordan Mason. I want to see Jordan Mason get the early downs and and then I want to see CMC come in there on those passing downs and with the occasional with the occasional screen or draw like uh from CMC. That's I think that's how they're going to keep him healthy and I think that that's a better position for him. And I, I think going forward in my, in my estimation, and I could be wrong. I'm not Kyle Shanahan. I'm not predicting that this is what's going to happen because we all know Shanahan doesn't care about what any of us think. So it is what it is, but it's, it is what it like. Like I said, it is what it is. And I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen because I think we're all, everybody's been talking about it all week about expecting Jordan Mason and that's what we're waiting for. If we see it early, if we see it early, I think that that it's a it's a done deal. I think the 49ers win this game if Jordan Mason gets 15 carries uh, early and often. So uh, because one thing they've got to keep that offense off the field. We don't want any fluke uh, fluke touchdowns. That's because that's the way I see the score panning out is I see fluke touchdowns. I don't think that they're going to methodically be able to move the ball down down the field on us. I think that it's going to be majority. It's going to be some flute because they have Tyree Kill. They have Jalen Waddle. Those guys can take it to the house on any given play. The 49ers are going to have to be disciplined in their tackling in this game. Because if they if a guy misses the misses tackles, I'm gonna, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at I'm looking at uh Hufunga right now. We've got to be sound in the tackling. Love Hafanga to death, but he has a tendency to miss tackles from time to time, being too aggressive. This is not the game for that. Now we don't want to temper him and his instincts at all. I just want I just want him to wrap up. That's that's really all I'm asking for. Like because uh, I love Huff. Like uh, he's I want to see him put some, lay some hats on some people and get physical with these guys because in my estimation the Dolphins are a, are kind of a I won't I don't want to call them soft, but they're they're more of a uh, execution. Like everything has to be, uh, everything just has to be right for them. Like uh, to get it, it has to hit right. So, and I got Roberto in the house. Like Roberto, appreciate you coming through. Like uh, I am definitely ready to kick some dolphin tail today. It is. We, I'm getting hype up just think, hyped up just thinking about it. Like I said, I want this game to be physical. I want this game to be physical. I do not want it to be about finesse. Like, uh, and that was the word I was searching for, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Like, uh, the Dolphins are more, to me, are more of a finesse team. And they, they, I think if we get physical with them early, it could be, it could be a long game. But, that's a, that's the 49er I the 49ers have to establish their identity and that's really what what I look at in this game and and it has to happen. I'm not trying to tell Kyle what to do, but but I mean, 
it's very simple. When we get physical with teams, a lot of teams in the NFL can't take it. They can't take it. There's not many teams in the league that can deal with our pass rush. There's not many teams in the league that can that can deal with our defense, period. There's not many teams in the league that can really stop the run from to begin with. There's just not, there's just not. Everybody is all these defenses in the league are are predicated around stopping the pass. And that's why a team like the 49ers, though, and their running style, that's why they're uh they're we're seven and four right now, is because teams aren't necessarily built to stop the run. So I, I'm I'm really interested uh, in seeing how this is gonna work out. Like uh, but uh the, the next thing I want to talk about is Jimmy for a little bit. Jimmy, uh, there was a report that came out today about the 49ers. The sources say <laughs> that the 49ers are open to bringing back Jimmy for the right in the right situation. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I think in any situation, like if it was the right situation, that can be said about anybody. So, I mean, if Trey gets hit by a car, God willing, in uh, in the next couple of days, then yeah, we'll probably have uh well they'll probably think about bringing jimmy back like but the the reality is is i don't i think that they're going to move on come hell or high water after this season that's what i think now would it surprise me would it shock me if they didn't and they pulled some some madden nonsense which i feel like is what what it was bringing jimmy back in the first place not that i'm complaining about it now (laughs) but that's some madden stuff like bringing in a second a decent starting level quarterback and just keeping him on the roster. I, I don't, I don't think that's what Jimmy wants. I think he wants to be the starter somewhere. I think he's proving this season that he's viable and there's a lot of teams out there that would love to have him right now. And I mean, I can think of probably what 10 off the top of my head. Like uh, it's, it's uh, Jimmy, I think is going, I'm glad that we're not trying to trade him again this season, because I think that that's what really hampered his ability to go to another team last year. Uh, it, this year, it'll be all about somebody just signing him outright. And I think at that point, nobody, uh, they're just going to do it. They're just going to negotiate it and they're just going to go after him. That's why I see it playing out. But I think Jimmy in this game specifically the specifically about this game, I just think that he is. I think that he may be really good in the because remember, we went up against a New Orleans team last week that had a really good defensive line, and while while the it, the defensive line for uh, for the Dolphins is nothing to sneeze at, they have some pieces: Bradley Chubb, and uh, they got uh, they have another guy. And I can't, and I'm, I should have, I should have listed it, but like, uh, uh, Jalen Phillips, like, uh, they got him too. And then they've got Wilkins in the middle, who is really good against the run. I mean, it's not that they don't have pieces on the line, but do they have the depth to just keep being run at over and over and over again? I don't know that they do. And I think if Shani is, is like, uh, just kind of leans on the run game. And just tires them out. I think that it, they may fold because I don't know that they, they have the depth to to really to really get uh, to really stop the 49ers in that with their running game. So, I yeah, I, but I think that I think that Jimmy that that them just wanting to run the ball 
that the 49ers wanting to run the ball that it's going to really pay off dividends for Jimmy. And that's why we, we want that game plan. We want them to run the ball. Like we want the 49ers to run the ball because it's going to make life easier for Jimmy. We need to see that play action. I want to see play action. I don't want to see him just dropping back. I think we've seen enough of that. And to Jimmy's credit, he hasn't played bad in those situations. Last year it was iffy, but this season he has been much better. And I think you can contribute it to a few different things like, uh, but specifically, I don't want, I, I want to see him. I want to see him play off of pass off a of play action because when he does goes off a of play action, he gets this offensive line has shown that they are able to stand up for him. And he has all day to pick, to go through his progressions. So with that being said, I think that Jimmy is going to, I'm, I'm false. I'm going to predict that Jimmy's going to have a good game today. I don't think I'm not scared of the Dolphins secondary. I'm just not. And I'm not definitely not scared of their linebackers. <laughs> so it's uh, so, yeah, I I'm predicting Jimmy has a good day today. And and I know that we're going on, what, five games without him having an interception, which is just crazy as a 49er fan for you to think that he would go five games without an interception. Crazy, crazy talk. But here we are, and I would love to see him go for another game without an interception. Do I expect it? I mean, it's kind of hard to expect it when you've gone this long of a stretch without one, but but I think he's going to have a good game. That's the way I look at it. Uh, wide receiver-wise, I think that uh, I think this is not going to be a Debo game. I think this is going to be an IU game and a Kittle game because, like I said, they don't have their, their, their linebackers can't stick with Kittle. I don't think their safeties can stick with Kittle like, uh, and which I think is going to open things up. Uh, yes, they have Xavier, Xavier, uh, Rhodes is it Xavier Rhodes. Like, uh, I don't think that's his name, but I think it's his first name is Xavier. Like, uh, uh, and, uh, but their corner, their star corner, he's been kind of banged up all season. I don't think that he can stick, stick with, with Ayuk. Like, uh, he's good. He's good. And he's going to win from time to time. But I don't think that he I don't think anybody in this league can lock up Ayuk one on one. I just don't think uh, not for the whole game. I mean, Patrick Sertan couldn't lock him up the whole game one on one. So I don't think I think this is going to be a Ayuk and Kittle game again. And we might see a lot of Juwan Jennings because, like I said, linebackers and their safeties. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed at all. So it's it's going to be. It's it's going to be an interesting uh, like uh, it just all depends because Shanny doesn't go against matchups. We know we've talked about this at nauseum too. Shanny doesn't attack matchups; he attacks the rules of the defense. So it, we're going to see a lot of weird stuff. It's like why are you not attacking this guy on the on the other side because they they're down to their third or fourth string corner right now. But Shanny's not going to attack that. He's going to attack the rules of the defensive of the defense that they're running. Uh, so which frustrates, it just frustrates the fans to no end, but it is what it is. Uh, Roberto says on a scale to one to 10, how likely are we to see the debut of Jordan Mason with actual touches? And I talked about it earlier. I think that I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight right now. I think that he should be getting at least 15 touches. Uh, hopefully more. I would love to see more. But I think that that is the limit in my mind 
because TDP, I think, is going to be involved in this too. And uh, Tyrion Davis Price, I think, I don't want to say that they like him better as a runner, uh, but you've seen it when both of them are healthy, they gave TDP the carries. So I think that they are going to go with Jordan Mason in this game, but I think that Tyrion, that TDP is going to get some carries too. That's why I say the limit for me with, with Mason is 15. And I, I'm waiting, but yeah, I'm about an eight. I'm about an eight on that because you can, like I said, you can't be a 10 because it's Kyle Shanahan and you can't ever predict what Kyle Shanahan likes to do. Mr. Zig and everybody else has to zag. So it is what it is. But uh, real quick, before we get out of here, I want to talk about this defense and what this defense is actually capable of doing. And this is a thing that I wanted to mention before this game comes on. And I want people to pay attention to this part uh, about the, uh, as far as the defense goes, they run the same offense that the 49ers do. Look at the, there was some charts put out on Twitter about Tua's, uh, where Tua throws the ball. It's almost identical to Jimmy. It's almost identical, which everybody talks about Tua being the left-handed Jimmy. It's not so much from a, from an actual quarterback. Cause I think Tua is better than Jimmy. I'll be honest with you. He's more, he's bet. He's a uh, more accurate and he is, his timing is better. I think everything about Tua is, is better as a quarterback. Like uh, he's just had injury issues in the past, which so is Jimmy, but regardless, I digress. So, but they're going to want to throw the same places that the 49ers throw. So think about that for a minute. Where do the 49ers like to throw the ball? Intermediate short passes. And they want their guys to get, they want to get their guys, the ball in space because they want yak. Right. So, that plays to this defense's strength because our corners aren't necessarily uh, like good at, at uh, I mean, we've got Lenore who is a, what a second year man. And I, I'm afraid that they're going to put him on like street plays on like against a Tyree kill. I, I don't want to see him against Waddle and Tyree kill against any other quarterback. I would say that, but because it's Tua. I don't think his arm is strong enough to just be throw airing the ball out. And then, and historically that's not what they were going to do. So it would, it would shock me if they tried to do that. If they, if they just all of a sudden tried to start airing it out now, because they're going against 49ers. I uh, like, I think that that's it. They're going to do the same thing that they've been doing. And I think that, like I said, I, what I worry about is one of the, is us missing a tackle and one of their guys squeaking out and taking it to the house because I don't think methodically they can take it down the field on, on this defense, but the, but what a, hey, what's going on? Uh, Wolf. Hey, everybody needs to go and, and uh, check out Wolf, uh, Wolfcast podcast. Like uh, he, he's awesome. Love that guy. Like uh, uh, hope you have a great game today. Wolfcast. Hope you had some good shows, but, but yeah, it's, it, it's just, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting play a game of cat and mouse because they're going to be trying to do the same thing that the our team is trying to do which is get the ball guys the ball in space their playmakers namely hill and waddle in space and then hit the the occasional surefield and uh and their running backs like uh, cuz i think they use their running backs a little bit more than the 49ers have historically done but yeah it's i think this our defense is going to excel against this team and the reason being is because they're going to try and get the ball. I think our defense is almost is almost made for that type of game plan. 
And uh, if you're going to throw the ball underneath and in those inter- intermediate areas, our guys are going to tee off because they're going to be waiting in the zone. I think that uh, that he is going to call some man, which really scares the garbage out of me, like uh, D'Amico. But I trust in D'Amico. D'Amico is a stud. D'Amico is a stud. And like uh, he like uh, so I, I trust in D'Amico's judgment and his game plan. He's got of course, there's going to be. He's not going to, nobody calls a perfect game, but I trust in his, in his thought process and how he wants to set the tone in the game. I think that's, what's going to be important is that the pass rush getting in there on two, taking advantage of those tackles, like uh, not being there. That's what's going to be important in this game. So I love that you guys came in. Wolf, appreciate you coming in. Uh, Roberto, appreciate you coming in. Thank you guys for coming in on this pre this pregame show. All the all that's left, all the week, all the talking, all the Twitter posts, all the other stuff. It all builds up to right now. We've been waiting for this game all season. Dolphin fans and 49er fans have been talking for a minute, and now it's it's all about let's get down to the get down, and and who's gonna who's gonna talk? There's no more talking. It's just about Put up or shut up time. So with that being said, I am going to get out of here and watch the rest of this football like the rest of you guys. But, hey, make sure, make sure that you guys come and I'm going to do a my uh, my instant reaction show after the game about. So that'd be five o'clock Pacific time. I'm going to I'm going to be going back in. So make sure you guys come in for that. I know there's going to be a lot of instant reaction shows going on, but uh but the, I hope that you guys come in, bring just like Roberto and Wolfcast did for me today. Just bring in your comments, bring in your questions. Uh, I think we're all going to be a little emotional no matter what. If they lose, win, whatever, we're all going to be a little emotional. So come in with me and let's get some takes off. But appreciate you guys coming in. And as always, go Niners. <laughs>